Welcome to this episode of Syntax at the Artes Finals 2021. My name is Orla Tiffany and I'm a brand manager at Nike ACG. And here with me is Yoon Kim, who graduated from the fashion department. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. <laughs> Thrilled. Thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yoon, I think it would be really cool if you could, first of all, talk about the concept of your work, your final collection, which was based around the salary man. Right. So tell us a little bit about this. I think, yeah, so basically for those who maybe don't know or not like are not familiar with the concept, there it's basically a term to describe these white collared uh, office workers in Japan but also in Korea, which where I'm from, in South Korea. Um, yeah, they're really under pressure, working way too hard, uh, no sense of individuality, kind of slaves to this capitalist system, a bit of a byproduct almost. Mm. And yeah, it's something I also grew up uh, around me with. Like on the streets, they would kind of uh, be super tired or get super drunk. And then they would kind of... Um, sorry, I'm nervous. No, don't be oh. nervous. Um, yeah, they're, you can like easily spot them on the streets or like at the train stations. Um, kind of passed out, fucked up. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. I always found it really interesting, um, not only the concept, but in how they dressed, like the idea of this uniform, because uh, they're always quite dressed the same. There's always like the suit and the shirt and the tie. And... I think for me that um, represented something like a path that was already set for me in a way. Right. Like um, it's what I guess my parents would have expected me to become when I was younger. And yeah, I think it was kind of to fuck with that maybe a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's actually so funny. I, when I was in Japan, I was at this uh, Buddha cemetery and there was a graveyard for Panasonic uh, employees. Oh. So, like, literally oh, no. from, you know, like this path, very literally, like, um, from, from, oh, from like, high school to the grave, you know? Oh my God. Yeah, it's such a, yeah, it's such a set kind of path, I think. And I think, yeah, I wanted to kind of disrupt that and I think you really, you really did. I think uh, the collection itself is is pretty unbelievable. Thank you so no, much. No, the tailoring is like I have no idea how you constructed these garments. Okay. I, I really have to say this. I also <laughs> I have no idea. It happens. It happens. Do you think that your um, that your internship with uh, Post Archive Faction had a hand in maybe developing your approach to tailoring? Yeah. Definitely, because 
before my internship, actually, I was always really fascinated with tailoring and the idea of deconstructing, like the techniques of it and stuff. But I was never really known to be like the most handy person in the class. But um, yeah, I learned so much there at Post Archive Faction, twalling and working with them, working on the new collection with them. Yeah, my technical skills, of course, really improved. And I think it also somehow clicked for me in right. how they, seeing how they design, like, mm, keeping in balance of, like, fantasy f fashion and uh, productability of a garment. Yeah, because you, you mentioned, like, um, that the collection is something to do with uh, around mundane fantasy. Right, yeah. Which is also a really interesting because, of course, um, you use a lot of, um, like, what what type of fabric would you would you call this? Yeah, I would, like, classical men's tailoring fabric, I guess. Yeah. Like, shirting fabrics or cool wools, things like that. And also, really, like, archetypical garments. Yeah. Of, like, the trench coat and... Exactly. Like, a suit... And then it really has this sort of fantastical expression yeah. in the way that you've like, like not only deconstructed the garment, but also what it represented in the yeah, culture. The idea right? of it. Yeah. Also. But I, I also found it really interesting always because you could have these fabrics out and you can put them in a way to, for it to resemble nothing of this office people. Yeah. But if you put them in a certain way together, it really you see that immediately. Yes. So that's also something that I find fascinating, always like the uh, social context of clothing or what a certain fabric can uh, remind people of, like the iconography of totally. things. Yeah, because I also, I think one of the pieces that I found most beautiful were the jeans. Like, the, <laughs> the, the, they're just fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I thought also it's so... That the use of denim in the collection is actually also a little bit offbeat. Yeah, yeah, it actually was. It was kind of a wild, wild card. It was yeah. that look I kind of thought, okay, this is like a casual Friday look or something. <laughs> <laughs> On the way to the Izikaya or something like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's cool. And um, and something we just spoke about like before before we came in here was like the idea that um, you had said that we shouldn't take it fashion so seriously. Right. And that, uh, and I think, you know, you can see that a lot in the industry. It can get kind of ugly in certain, in certain bits. Yeah. But then, then to have such a sort of profound concept that is something that is quite sad, like this complete sort of victim of the system. Right. Um, who becomes almost like a, a parody, right? Because there are Instagram accounts like Shibuya Meltdown where they record, you know, these guys that are like passed out in the, in right. the, in the train and stuff. <laughs> but it's actually, it is actually really sad. Mm -hmm. And so I was just kind of wondering, like, where you, like, do you, this juxtaposition, like, was that something that you find interesting to think about? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that also comes a lot from kind of the person I am, like, just how I am as a person, basically. Yeah, I think, yeah, I rarely take myself too seriously. 
And yeah, I just like to kind of, that's also almost a bit of my defense mechanism of like just kind of making a laugh about everything. Yeah. So I think that played a lot in like how I communicate myself with. Yeah. And, you know, also like the fact that you said that was maybe what your parents expected you to do. Right. And then it's kind of like a fuck you, not to your parents, because <laughs> no, love but... the parents. But, you know, like you, this is what I like. I'm graduating from design school yeah. and not maybe from a business administration course or something, no. you know. But still, I put a little bit of business in there. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't totally let them die, no, you know. No, I like... didn't. no, no, they got some. <laughs> <laughs> we shared some kind of a vision. Yeah. But I, I also thought that would be, that was also quite, that would be really almost fresh or like funny to have like a business office uniform inspired. Like I wanted to make it almost as dull as I could for it to stand out in between these loud, crazy, like colorful collections in a way totally yeah i think i mean i, I love the the jack the the shirts with a million like blue ballpoint biro pens in oh, every yeah. single how many pockets are on this shirt oh i think <laughs> more than i think almost a hundred <laughs> it was a lot of a lot of sewing uh, yeah, lot of sewing. but actually with the technical part of it like how long did this take to like develop the patterns, test them, correct? Yeah, I th it it took quite some time. I think I guess just the throughout the whole year, I've been like uh, developing a lot of different garments. There were also ideas that I couldn't use in the end. Maybe I'm gonna try to uh, expand my collection. Also after this. Nice. But um, no, yeah, it takes time. It definitely takes some time it, <laughs> and practice, a lot of practice also. I mean, yeah, I, in my brief stint as a fashion student, I <laughs> couldn't even sew in a straight line. So like, <laughs> congratulations. No, I, I also could not in the first year. I, I came here not knowing, I've never touched the sew. Well, I've touched like, this little practice sewing machine once before I came here <laughs> that had like one setting. <laughs> and then I sewed this, the shittiest fur coat, fake fur coat. Fabulous. <laughs> Amazing. And so how did you, how did you end up in fashion then? Um, I don't know. I also don't know. I think, um, I was never like the most, studious type of person um, and my parents I think saw from a young age that I did have uh, I did enjoy artistical things like doing things with my hands so that was kind of like maybe the last hope for me they were like <laughs> you should kind of try to do something with that <laughs> and then yeah and I always loved clothes and then I think it just came naturally into fashion design. But I think I came here not really knowing what fashion design really would be. Yeah. But now I, now I know, I guess. 
And, <laughs> and do you think like the moments that you spend in your internship is when it kind of clicked together for you? I think so. I think that's really when everything came together for me, like it kind of made sense. And I also had a lot of fun. So that was really important. And I, I think I realized I could do this as a career, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. And so you're going to actually move to back to South Korea uh, in a month? Yeah. Yeah, almost. <laughs> to, to, to work for Post Archive Faction as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be... Yeah. That's, That's going to be exciting. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think they're also one of the most interesting kind of... Yeah, what I mean, brand, but also product designers, yeah, ex, like installation artists. Yeah, they're doing a lot of things. They're working on some other projects that I don't think I'm supposed to the mention. The NDA, you must keep yeah. the NDA. Yeah, but <laughs> they're working on some really interesting things outside of clothes, also. So, do you think that's something you also would be interested in, like a more multidisciplinary? <clears throat> I think so. I, I'm always up to, I think I'm just a creative person and I want to, I would love to learn any kind of craft I can yeah. learn. If it's product or shoes or painting or, yeah, I'm open for anything. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited on what's going to happen in the future. And um, what what was it also like kind of, because of course you guys did not have the um, the final show, right? Like the runway. No, um, not this year. Not this year. You made like a, a fashion film instead. What was what was that like? Because I can imagine that the runway is like this catharsis moment. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you're just like walk down the runway and it's done. Yeah, and then there's like the light and the yeah. music, and everyone's there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought that was a bit sad this year also. It, it's really like a moment every year, not only for the graduates, I think, like just for the whole department, because like everyone comes together to help out. And yeah, I, I loved it. I loved it in the first, second year. Third year, they also didn't have a show. Yeah. But first and second year, yeah, I got to see these graduation collections in real life and helping out backstage and the excitement yeah. of a show. And like you said, it's a really cathartic moment of like, it's finished yeah. and everyone's there. Because, you know, yeah. also with like everything that happened with, with the pandemic, people, there are a lot of conversation in the industry of like, uh, is the fashion show over and right. what, what, what is the next thing? And a lot of kind of um, people turning to these fashion film formats instead. Mm -hmm. But I, I've, I still think that a lot of people in fashion can't get rid of the romance or the drama. No, it's, <laughs> it's true. There's just there's something about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I think shows are amazing. <laughs> totally. Why not have it? I don't know. I think, but I think with this experience of like doing the film, I, it did open my eyes up to like other possibilities. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there have been always before like cool fashion films and things. Totally, but yeah. To participate in it, I could see the merit of it, but 
Yeah, it was definitely something different, I think. Yeah. It was, the show is something really different. Yeah, I, I, don't, I wonder what that is, you know? It's like... Because, yeah, there's... Some fashion films are, like, stunning. Yeah. <laughs> but, for instance, even if you watch a, a video of a runway show, it's also not that thing, no, you know? No, it's... There's something to it of, like, one model and then everyone's watching... Yeah. <laughs> ...your outfit and... It's it's magic or something. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and I also... Maybe to come back a little bit to this idea of mundane fantasy, it's like there's a very fantastical side of it, right? Like yeah, you yeah. build up a world. Yeah, it is definitely your own. Yeah, that's true. And the music. Yeah. This kind of world building of this concept coming to life. Yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how would you would have how would you have done it? Because I, also what I noticed in the film is, you know, like the dude um, who is commuting and he's like holding invisibly. <laughs> like he's, hold, supposed to he's supposed to be holding it, but he's in a, he's in a blank studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so and, and also then the guys who's like seems to be lying, like passed out. Yeah. Like I suppose you also wouldn't maybe be able to have those moments you know those scenes yeah definitely that's something i thought was a plus for the video in that like that that's another layer of creative input yeah. that you can do to like maybe strengthen your concept yeah definitely i think it provides like a lot of different opportunities yeah for you to like yeah just add another layer yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Is there anything that you would like to to share about the whole experience? Like of graduating? Yeah, because I never <laughs> made it to graduation. <laughs> <laughs> and I it always sounds like the craziest thing on earth. Oh, but you're doing super cool things still. I mean but I don't know. I still like I still remember the hardest thing I ever the hardest I ever worked was for like this prototype thing I had to do for my first year of fashion design. Oh. And I didn't sleep for like three days. Yeah, that ha that happens. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you against the sewing machine needle and you're just like <laughs> Yeah, once I fell asleep on the sewing machine. You're a salary <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um graduating Yeah, it's it's a lot. I think it changes you a lot. I would be a completely different person, I think. Yeah. In good and bad ways. But um it, well, in what sense? Well, of course it demands like a lot of pressure and like constantly having to present yourself mm -hmm. for it to be judged. It's a lot for your, it's also a lot for your mind. Oh my God, that's so true. I forgot <laughs> about the crits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, mentally, I think, I mean, I don't know about the other disciplines here, but like for fashion, like my God. Yeah, it's quite intense. <laughs> but in a positive way what in happened a, i think in a positive way i definitely matured a lot i think also living abroad 
for like a couple years now. I think I grew up a lot. I matured a lot. Yeah. I think I also know myself a lot clearer as like a designer. Yeah. Definitely than before. And uh, it, it actually, the best thing happened to me that happened to me was that it gave me confidence finally. Nice. I think that I think that is like actually the biggest thing um, that made everything click together after the internship was like that I ha- finally had confidence right. as a designer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can say that you can totally see it in your work. It's so competent. So congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm 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 really happy everything no it's fabulous and uh i don't know where who this goes out to but if they have a chance to come and see it i really recommend that they watch the film see it please (laughs) watch my film come see it and everyone else is also (laughs) just google it or something yeah google it youtube but do you have it do you have it physically displayed uh no we don't have that this year sadly yeah because even i would just even love to look inside it like just to, or maybe maybe line the garments like a good designer. Like, I I did line. No, okay. <laughs> I did line it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hadn't lined it, <laughs> I would lo- love to even just see like how it was constructed because it's yeah. wild. Ah, thank you. So it's a uh, trade secret. <laughs> trade secret. Trade yes. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> the the beauty of the lining. Yeah. <laughs> no one really has to know how bad it looked. No, that. exactly. It, Fabulous. All the all the ripped fabrics with fleeceline. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs an overlocker? Just yeah. line it. <laughs> just line it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. I don't have any more questions. You can just wrap always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know I how know, to wrap it up. Maybe we should also make like a form for yeah, maybe a well. wrap up. Like, yeah. Maybe we can do a final yeah. We'll just put this in the podcast as well, so they know that the next podcast will have a wrap-up. Yeah, <laughs> so they're, for, they're excited. Yeah.